Hello and welcome back to your Radiant Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Sharuk. Today, I'm interviewing my friend that I met in Costa Rica. We both stayed at the same eco-village, Pachamama. And he's going to chat with us today about regenerative cellular detoxification and his health coaching and all things related to physical well-being. His name is Reagan Malice. Hi, Reagan. Hi, Jess. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> Thanks for doing this Absolutely. in our kitchen. Yes, our beautiful kitchen. <laughs> yep. Um, so, what made you interested in health and wellness? Um, yeah, so I feel like I've always been really interested in health and wellness. Um, I just think back to the time when I was five years old and I watched Popeye. I like loved Popeye and he would eat spinach and then, you know, get his big muscles and then go beat up the bad guy, save the girl. Um, I just like love that. And uh, I remember being like five years old and asking my mom, hey, can you uh, buy spinach? And like, I would literally just eat straight spinach when I was that young. And I was like, because I saw Popeye do it and he got strong and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I think it just like shows that um, that's just been something that's always, um, yeah, been like inspiring to me. And yeah, I played sports growing up through high school and college and was big into like lifting. And then as you know, my health is my health and lifestyle has changed since then. But mm-hmm. so what sparked like the shift? Because you used to be into lifting, sports, you ate meat, standard American diet. Now mm-hmm. everything you do health and wellness wise is very different. Yeah. So I guess it was when I when I stopped playing football. Um, I was playing college football, played three seasons and then I just um, had a lot going on in my life and I took a break, I um, took a break from college. And yeah, well, so basically when I stopped playing sports, I was like, okay, hmm, well, I'm not an athlete anymore. Let me like, like what's, what's like really the healthiest thing I could be doing for my body? And I guess, yeah, I'm just curious, you know, just what's the next thing I can do. And um, I was at a yoga, yoga studio one day and they, they're like, oh, you should like, I think they were mentioning some festival in the area. So I went to the festival, and then when I showed up, there was um, something called the mucusless diet healing system, which was going on. I was like, okay, what is this? This guy's talking about the mucusless diet. Let's see what this is about. And at that um, at that festival, they talked about um, how the average American holds like 10 to 20, sometimes more pounds of unlimited fecal matter in their gut, and it's like this hard dark stuff all in the bowels and so I was like whoa that's disgusting and I read his books I learned how to clear that from the body and yeah that's that's what started it wow okay so what you got certified in is called regenerative cellular detoxification right um regenerative detoxification some people call it cellular detoxification mm-hmm. okay officially regenerative detoxification okay so what like what are the like pillars of of this method or like what would you call it like lifestyle like health protocol yeah so it's basically teaching um people how to cleanse and rebuild the body um and so basically what i learned from it is um really simple the human body is just trillions of cells and two fluids so whether it's like your eyes your muscles your bones your fingernails your hair it's just cells and then there's two fluids the blood and the lymph So the blood feeds the cells, it brings um, nutrition to the cells, 
and then the lymph is uh, the lymph like the lymphatic system that's where the cell takes the nourishment and then it has waste it kind of it's like poops so it goes into the lymphatic system and then all those cellular waste need to be eliminated from the body and if they're not eliminated from the body they just build up and build up and then they cause congestion and then they start to um, cause like, like acidosis and then it starts to manifest disease in different parts of the body and really that's um, that's pretty much like the true root cause of all disease is that and it's like to get those to get those cellular waste out of the body one way is the skin through sweating but that's not the um, that's not the ideal way so yeah those um, cellular waste which are in the lymphatic system they are eliminated through the kidneys. The kidneys filter the lymph and comes out through the urine and that's ideally how our bodies should be detoxing. So like the two ways that people's bodies can detox is through the skin and through the urine. Those are, yeah, those are the two ways to um, eliminate lymphatic waste. Okay. And then the bowels obviously like True, true. Number two. That's so, like, so that counts too, right? That's like a third way then? For sure. Okay. And it's interesting because I learned that, like I learned really all about the bowels through the mucusless diet, the first thing mm -hmm. I came across that summer and reading those books. And then um, I learned a lot about the lymphatic system um, through Dr. Morrison regenerative detoxification training. Mm -hmm. So um, like what are the different ways people are like getting this like buildup of toxins in their bodies? Because I feel like people are like in denial that they need to detox. I feel like detox is like a buzzword. I think people think it's just like those teas that make you like go to the bathroom a lot, but right. it's so much more than that. That's like, I don't even consider detox. Yeah. So yeah, like what are people detoxing from? Like what do they need to be aware of? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, basically, I mean, how I take care of myself, and this is what I would like recommend to anybody, is anything you come in contact with, whether it's what you put in your body with food or um, what you put on your skin with makeup or even the shower water you bathe in, um, shower in. It's just like know what you're actually putting in yourself and it's really easy. You just look at the ingredient list. So um, makeup, like I, I don't know, I don't buy makeup, so I, I don't know what it contains. It's full of lots of chemicals. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you know. Um, mm -hmm. And then like your food products. I just always like to know like what the word actually is and like if I don't understand it, it looks like some like science experiment, then like I don't want to eat it. Um, so that's a, that's a simple way to just like mm -hmm. cut out a lot of crap right there. Um, There's also it, like air pollution, right? That's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Pharmaceuticals, yeah. building up antibiotics in meat. Right. There's a lot of things There's I feel a, like people are yeah. like maybe not aware of. There's a lot. That and are I, clogging up their bodies. Yeah. Um, one of the big ones is fluoride in mm -hmm. a lot of tap water. Um, yeah, I just think that's one that really people need to be aware of because what it does is so significant. It like actually builds up and calcifies, like turns kind of like a stone on the pineal gland, which is all about like our sleep and people say intuition and it's just like it's in your brain and it has a lot of important functions. So mm -hmm. avoiding fluoride, drinking pure water would be key. Um, and avoiding fluoride in your toothpaste <laughs> would also be key. Um, and yeah. 
So. We're laughing because Reagan teases me that I have fluoride in my current toothpaste, but I don't always have fluoride in my toothpaste. Just this <laughs> one time. <laughs> yeah, I, I told her I'd buy her. I, I was like, I saw that. I was like, you should not be doing that. And I told her I'd buy her a, a toothpaste that didn't have it. So we'll see if she no takes, takes me up on it. He's my unofficial health coach. That's why he's on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All the info that he shares with me, I'm like, we're going to share it with everyone else so they know this stuff. Yes. So all this stuff that's like built up in people's bodies. Well, can I say yeah. one more thing mm -hmm. um, off of that is you can, so with the training I did was uh, level one and mm -hmm. level two regenerative detoxification training, you can get an iridology report, which is basically a photograph, like an up close, like really clear photograph of your eye, um, you know, cause you gave me a couple photos, but um, basically with a trained iridology reader, they can see the internal like health and toxicity in the body and they can see specifically like what organs, what parts of the body, what things really need cleansed and strengthened. And over time, um, like you'll get a protocol, you'll be eating, I mean, you'll probably be recommended to shift to more of a raw diet, raw fruits and vegetables, um, specific herbs. And yeah, over time you can actually see the eyes change, which is pretty amazing. That is really cool. Yeah. So back to the things like clogging up the body, I feel mm -hmm. like the big one, which is related to what you do, is like the standard American diet. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I guess why, why is the standard American diet so bad for people? Because most people eat that way. Like most people eat like fast food, they eat meat, they, they eat dairy. The food yeah. pyramid tells them like you should have a certain amount of portions of that per day. Right. Um, you know, they think like cereal's fine, like, you know, granola right. bars, all this stuff. They're like, it's health foods. Like, yeah. you know, it's a protein bar or whatever. So yeah, just explain why it's not as good as everyone's, you know, thinks it is. Right. So yeah, um, I guess the foods are very um, mucus forming they're and they're acidic so those are like the two big things um basically like you basically the human body thrives on an alkaline like foods that are alkaline forming and that are hydrating so honestly it's like i've been on this journey for a couple of years and it definitely like takes time to fully get the body like situated like i'm definitely not perfect myself. I do my best and like over the course of a couple of years, I've definitely shifted myself more to the, you know, the alkaline foods. Um, yeah, so I would, it just, it clogs up the bowels. Like for example, in the book that I read, um, the average American has like 10 to 20 pounds of unlimited fecal matter that's like literally like hardened on the outside of the, of the bowel walls. So knowing, learning the foods that, that create that and like that make that happen, which are like refined grains. So like white bread, um, your cereals, just like anything like refined, um, definitely dairy for sure. And then the meat also animal products, like all animal products, mm -hmm. um, we'll do that. And yeah, so cutting that out right there is like a big step. And um, But like, why is like having mucus in the body bad and like having things acidic be bad? I just want to get into like these details. Yeah. Like I, I don't know why, because I've like yeah, known you for so long and I've, I'm also into this stuff. Yeah. But I feel like people don't know this. <laughs> right. So this is um, good. So yeah, mucus, I guess there's, and a, a lot of people that are like more in the medical like side of things, like there's the mute, like, and I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm an expert or anything, but like 
the mucus that I'm referring to is like the mucus that encapsulates um, like toxic material that needs to be rid from the body. Mm -hmm. There's like the mucosa membrane around certain organs and like that lymph, lymphy mucosa type of stuff in the body, like in the mouth, you can feel like inside of our cheeks, it's like that slippery like Mm -hmm. thing. That's like perfectly normal for the body. So I just wanted to state that because I've definitely seen some people online that are like, oh, the mucus, like you need mucus in the body to be healthy and blah, blah. And like this, these are two separate things. Um, the mucus you cough up from your lungs when you're sick or that comes out of your nose when you're you know, sick or whatever, that's more of the mucus that we're referring to. And I guess the mucus, um, that mucus is just is simply protecting the body from acids. Um, and also I'm going to say the, like the mucus, like sometimes I just call it mucus because the mucus is that healing system, but it's like the, um, the unlimited fecal matter from the bowels Mm. and yeah, acids, why acids are not good is because they literally destroy cells. Mm -hmm. So, and um, the standard American diet is like very acidic. Yes. So yeah, basically, um, you can think of acids are more destructive to the cells and um things that are alkaline or leave an alkaline residue um like an alkaline ashes um yeah cleansing rebuilding hydrating so i say that because like a lemon for example is very acidic outside the body yet when consumed it's alkalizing it has an alkaline effect so it Mm -hmm. leaves an alkaline residue Mm-hmm. All citrus, right? I think yeah. it's alkalizing. Yeah, yeah. But obviously it could be misleading for people because they just think, oh, it's acidic, it's bad for you, right. but if, if acids are bad. Yeah. But yeah, no, citrus is like extremely alkalizing. Yes. And uh, um, astringent, which is like good for pulling crap out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, getting the lymphatic system mm-hmm. moving and mm-hmm. neutralizing acids. And basically, like anywhere there's disease in the body, is like there's been a buildup of acids. And yeah. like the tissue, like the tissues in that area are being destroyed because of the acid. Mm-hmm. So like with whether it's like arthritis or um, acne is like acidic blood. Hmm, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, sorry, I, I mm-hmm. missed. Sorry, I just want to make sure I'm saying things accurately. The blood actually has to maintain a pH of um, like seven point three to seven point four. I think it's like seven point three five or seven point four five. So the blood is always alkaline. But if you're consuming acidic things, um, it actually will pull calcium from the bones to neutralize the acids. Mm, gotcha. But it has to maintain that like around 7.4. Yeah. So then eating too much acidic food is like bad for your bone health, basically. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 So for someone who's like, okay, I don't want to have an acidic body. I don't, I want to get rid of the mucus built up in me. What would be like the first step you would suggest they take to start this like detox journey? I would suggest definitely like, I mean, definitely just like educating yourself um, on which foods are like the most acidic to the body and the most like mucus forming. So Mm -hmm. like I would, I would definitely recommend like cutting out, like cut it, reducing the amount of animal products that you're eating. Um, Maybe switching your, like look at your grains and like, switch those up so for there are alkaline grains for example quinoa is a popular one that's alkaline wild rice which we fortunately have a few bags of here (laughs) 
is alkaline and very good. Um, I think there's pressuring me to eat it. <laughs> yes, yes. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna create. A good I'll try it. I'll try it. I'm curious. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I would, I would look at the alkaline grains and um, start consuming those, and yeah, then just start adding in like, start adding in those healthy, healthy like fruits and vegetables, salads, and really like train your taste buds to crave those things. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of how I look at it. Is like, yeah, if you've been eating one way for for a long period of time and maybe you've been eating a lot of processed foods that have like a lot of addicting chemicals or whatever, it's like some of these foods, it's, it can be very difficult to like get off of and like these healthy foods sometimes don't taste that good, mm-hmm. but like the fruits and vegetables initially, but if you train, if you, the more you consume them, the more you start to really like them and just listen to how your body feels, go at your own pace. There's no need to like, there's no need to like switch things up like overnight. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like just, step by step and know that it's going to be an up and down journey and mm-hmm. um, yeah obviously like fruits and vegetables and leafy greens are yeah way to go. yeah like I noticed I felt way better physically mentally actually in every way possible when I switched to a mainly plant-based diet and I think it was before I knew about like alkaline foods and like um just like the different I don't know powers that these foods have yeah. versus um animal products yeah and yeah, it felt so much better. But yeah, now my taste buds have like, I crave fruit like all the time. <laughs> and being in a tropical place, I love yeah. eating fruit. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, but like, okay, so I think also with like mainstream health news, people like fear fruit. They like don't want to eat it. They think it's going to like, there's too much sugar. They think it's like too high in carbs. And mm-hmm. like, they almost view it like 100 calories of fruit fruit is like the same of like a hundred calories of like a chocolate bar dessert like people like not me but I mean other people view that and I'm like no like the like you get so much more quality in that amount of fruit than in so yeah explain why like fruit is like not the enemy and the the sugars in it are just different too like your body I know you've explained this metabolizes them differently so um fruit sugar actually like fruit actually doesn't require insulin to feed the cells that's so fascinating that, that's like a big thing that i learned that's mm-hmm. like not understood or like not yeah most people don't know that like so that's i guess people it's like so easy to lump things into like oh sugar and like it's all like you know it's just one big category of sugar and like it's all the same and it's not at all like to say that a bag of sugar that you like white refined sugar that you make cookies with is the same as like an apple is just like clearly that's not the same but like mm-hmm. when we get like there's definitely like those lines of thinking that's like oh yeah you know sugar but um yeah fruit to me fruit makes it makes sense that that would be like ideal human food mm-hmm. um also it helps with like i know you could explain this to me breaking up the mucus in the in the bowels right yeah yeah so it's um well it's very good for detoxing in a lot of ways because it's Mm -hmm. um it helps to get the lymphatic system moving so it's like more stringent it softens up the lymph if the if the lymphatic system like the lymph fluid becomes like hardened then you get stiffness and like Mm -hmm. things aren't flowing Mm -hmm. as well so like fruit and like the liquids in fruit can really get things flowing in that way um in the fiber probably oh not for the lymph but for the bowels yeah the fiber in fruit is great for clearing the the gi tract 
Okay, so back to the like um, the the bowels because we well I did a juice cleanse in Pachamama. You did like part of it, kind of, right? Yes. Part of yeah. The juice yeah. cleanse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, something that I love doing, which I didn't think I didn't realize was gonna have this big of an effect, was doing the enemas. So yeah, yeah like explain enemas <laughs> for those who don't know. Yeah. So. <laughs> Enemas. Um, this was actually like I learned a lot about enemas from the Mucusless Diet Healing System, the book that I read, and I learned about the lemon enema. But basically, an enema is a device that you fill up with water, and you can put other things in it. Like some people do coffee. Um, I learned about the lemon enema, and that's what I've always done. And um, it's it has. I mean, it works really well. Um, so and basically you insert a tube into your rectum and you allow the water to like irrigate the colon and the bowels. And this is ideally done um, during some sort of cleansing period. Um, and it's an, it's actually like an old remedy. I think they used to do it back like a hundred years ago, just when people would or get even sick. longer. I feel like it's like really old. Yeah, no, I think they've done it for thousands of years, but I think it was like a mainstream thing. Like people oh, were gotcha. still practicing it even like, just a hundred, like maybe less than a hundred years ago. So like your great, great grandma, you know, might've been like, Oh, go take an animal or whatever. Yeah. But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, it just clears, it clears a lot. It clears like a lot of the waste out of the, Mm -hmm. out of the bowels. And um, it's so important. It's such an important part of the mucusless diet because you know, with that, with that waste buildup, then you were able to irrigate it and like really get some stuff moving out. Mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like a colonic but it's a it's like a home version and a little more gentle yeah because you're not like forcing liquid up it kind of just goes yeah. in as much as far as it can go kind of thing right. yeah um i noticed when i like did it for the first time that i had just my i've never felt so clear mentally it was like oh. any i didn't even think i had brain fog at this point because i was already like eating really healthy and living mm-hmm. a pretty good like clean lifestyle but then i just was like i felt so clear so sharp so alert mm-hmm. and I, when we did this, when I did this five day juice cleanse, yeah, it was like juices throughout the day for five days, enemas twice a day, fiber supplements to get things moving, like that sort of stuff. I felt so good physically and emotionally, like so like happy. Yeah. I felt so like high on life. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like so surprised that how good I felt because I don't know, I thought maybe it'd be a little bit more. I don't know, emotional ups and downs, or I'd be cranky, or I'd be like low energy. But yeah. I was like, I have so much energy. I feel so good. Yeah, and that's I was like, amazing. I was like, what? I'm not even eating like solid food right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what the enemas cleared out. But yeah, there's definitely stuff like stored in your, like in your, in your bowels, bowels and bowels. it can affect yeah. so many things. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's awesome when you can experience something like that firsthand because it's just, you can't deny the power of, of an experience like that. Mm-hmm. You're a very healthy person, obviously. What are your, like your daily practices that you do? My daily practices. Um, well, wow. Thank you for saying I'm so healthy. Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mean, you are. You yeah. just, you know it too. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do. People say you like glow. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I think you radiate health. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I hope. We'll see. Um, my daily practices, they change a little bit. Um, I definitely have some things that I do more than others. One is definitely meditation. You know that mm-hmm. well. You meditate like 
10 times a day. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. every time I walk in, you're just like meditating. I'm yeah. like, okay. I meditate a lot. Um, it's just like, I'll just meditate like, like all, I like to start the day with meditation and then like anytime I'm like, I don't know, feeling a bit off or things are not, I don't know, just don't feel like they're flowing right, then I just come to meditation and yeah, I just, mm-hmm. it's just a nice like resetting and refreshing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I always intend to connect with the heart, connect with my heart while I do that. Um, so yeah, meditation, um, journaling, so I'll journal, to-do list, whatever, things that just to get things on paper and get them clear, like, yeah, for clarity. Um, I like to jog. I wouldn't say I'm doing that daily, but... You do, like, movement daily. If you're yeah, like... I do movement daily, for mm-hmm. sure. Those are some of the main ones. Um, I, one daily practice that I may bring into my life more is the... Um, is this book I've been reading, uh, Christ Returns. It's, Mm -hmm. there's like nine, nine, uh, little steps to this daily practice. And it's just, it's like a really nice way to just start the day. So. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And tell us, okay. So you also take like a bunch of supplements (laughs) and herbs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Cause I know you're obsessed with meditation, fruit, fasting, but also supplements and herbs. So like what ones are your favorites and like, why, like what do they help with? Okay, so um, I'm taking herbs. I'm taking a few herbs right now that are um, inspired by, or that I've learned about from Dr. Sebi. So if you guys don't know Dr. Sebi, he's kind of a legend in this whole like um, detoxing. Is he the creator of the mucus diet? Is that someone else? uh, That's someone else. That's someone else. Okay, okay. But Dr. Sebi, he. He basically created, like, he kind of, like, started the alkaline foods. Like, mm. he he learned about a lot of, like, you know, the original varieties of plants. And he healed, like, he was a naturopath that just had so much success. Like, he literally healed people, like, everything under the sun with his methods. And it became really controversial because he was very bold about it. Yeah, he was backing up his claims. And he mm. was seen, I believe, a bit of a threat to, like, the pharmaceutical companies, whatever. So... He, he ended up and died a bit of a sketchy death. But anyways, <laughs> we don't need to go too deep into that. Um, he just, he has amazing work. and uh, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Why am I laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like laughing because I'm like thinking podcasts turn into like a mystery death yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Back well, to the herbs though. <laughs> so yeah, the herbs, I'm, herbs, I'm, well, I'll just say my lot. I mean, yeah, I just, I, I'm more right now taking like herbs so plants that are you know herbs are in their holistic form rather than supplements um that are like you know isolated vitamins and all this stuff and some of those supplements just like i don't know build up in the body whatever so Mm um i'm taking herbs which are plants and they're in tincture form so they're dropper form and right now i'm taking hops which is really good for the nervous system, really good for like anxiety, depression, helps with sleep. And they actually, I don't know if they still do, they might, but they, hops is used to make beer. So yeah, I think they still it's really it. interesting that it actually has like a, a healthy use to it um, mm-hmm. because you just think, oh, be, like beer is like unhealthy, alcohol is unhealthy, but taking that, I'm taking hydrangea, which breaks up calcification in the body. Um, 
I'm taking sarsaparilla, which is good for energy, high in plant-based iron. And what else am I taking? Uh, there's one more. Why am I drawing a blank on it? Oh, dandelion, which is really good for the kidneys. It's a very cleansing herb. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, very nutritive. I took your oil of oregano when I wasn't feeling well one day. Yeah? With the, yeah, you knew, you knew I did. <laughs> oh, I kind of forgot you took it. Was oh, really? It? Yeah. Remember I took a lot and you were like, oh no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but what's that for? It's like for, what does it do? Anti-fungal or something? Um, oil of oregano is like, yeah, it's anti, it's antiviral, antifungal, it's antibacterial. It's just like mm -hmm. very, very good for the immune system in a lot of ways. So mm -hmm. anytime, anytime you're feeling down, a little bit of oil of oregano and it's mm -hmm. really good. And I did feel better like the next day. So yeah. I don't know the combination of things I did clearly worked. <laughs> right. Yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So that's a lot of like herbs. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say supplements, but no, um, that's not what you call them. Um, okay. So for anyone who's like wanting to make a lifestyle change, what advice would you have for them? Um, I would say work with me one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, great <laughs> plug. Well, okay. Share, share how people can find you or how they can reach out to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. Um, so I'm on Instagram at Rayguns underscore remedies. That would be the best place. Yeah, you get it. My other Instagram is Reagan Malice. That's my name, R-E-A-G-A-N-M-A-L-A-S. And yeah, I would, I would say the Instagram at Reagan's underscore remedies would be the best. Mm -hmm. And you offer one-on-one -on -one health coaching. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Such a great health coach. He's been such a great I'm... unofficial health coach to me. So yeah. it was highly recommended. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, go on. Well, to go into that question, is that... Oh, about the, like, what people can do lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. What would you give them advice-wise besides say, working with you? Yeah, I mean, I would just say there's so many things that we can do. Health is, like, kind of everything. <laughs> Health is real wealth. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's my new saying I keep saying. Yes, it's a great <laughs> saying. It's true. Um, I would just say really, like, you know what you know what you need more than anybody else so listen to yourself and like if you're feeling called to go to some breath work ceremony like some breath work class go do it or whatever you're feeling whatever you like feel like will be the best for you then then do it and um yeah i mean i'm personally on this like detoxification journey myself and I just like to I just like to live by example rather than like think that my way is like the absolute like the absolute right way or whatever like I yeah I just like to to live by trial and error personally but um I would just say like yeah movement some sort of movement every day getting outside in nature um breathing like literally like just breathing in a like more breathing deeply and um in a more of a controlled healthy way mm -hmm. um yeah <laughs> i love are, i love those, those tips are a few of my tips yeah i feel like i try to do those things yeah you could like also it, say juicing like there's so many yeah things. i'm loving the juicing yeah mm -hmm. so what is your definition of a radiant life a radiant life. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's 
Like, what does that look like for you? Okay, a radiant life. Hmm. I mean, it's I have like I have like an image in my mind. Let's see if I can articulate it. Um, basically, it's just yeah, like just radiating that like radiating that essence. I feel like it. I feel like just the radi- the word radiant life just like sums it up already. But um, yeah, like moving with like a passion, joy, and purpose in like everything you do, and um, just. Yeah, being being someone that just like uplifts everybody and everything that you're around and um, just feeling so fulfilled and I guess on purpose. Mm, that's good. Those, are, yeah. those are the things that come to me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Glowing with health. Glowing with health, yes. yes. <laughs> that's what I imagine when I think of your version of a radiant life. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, my radiant life, for sure, that's definitely a big part of it. <laughs> but I like the other things too, that was a nice description. yeah. Hmm, just uplifting everybody you know like I feel like if we can all do that like think about the world oh my gosh like yeah I Mm -hmm. I, everyone can yeah be positive and uplifting live from their heart like you're doing yeah if everyone Mm -hmm. can everyone can like have that intention of like uplifting each other and I don't know it feels so it feels so good to me when I can like go out and like be an uplifting force you know even Mm -hmm. like for whoever it's just like wow it's such a like whatever they receive from you know if I'm able to help uplift somebody I also receive so much like it just feels so fulfilling and Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like that's we're here as humans together on this earth like let's you know let's love each other let's unite we're all we all go through the same problems like you know we all we all have like similar emotions and struggles in life and it's just like at the end of the day let's just help each other yeah i like that that's such a sweet definition of it it's yeah, so nice yeah amazing well thanks for recording this with me on yeah. a wednesday night in our kitchen yeah for sure that was... <laughs> these are great tips for people to live already in life and yeah. be healthy and yeah just to feel good mentally emotionally physically yeah Absolutely. I don't touch too much on the health stuff myself. I'm more focused on the mind and emotions and, you know, healing other things, as yeah. you know. So I think this, this tip, these tips are great too, because I follow a lot of them myself and I'm like, I've noticed yeah. my health improves, so I want to share it, but it's better to come from someone who's more knowledgeable than myself. <laughs> well, thank you, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That was, that was kind of quick. You want to hang around and just... To do another chat interview? Or no, just chat it up. On the end bit. of this podcast? Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, okay, for anyone listening, we went through the official questions you just asked, and now we're moving We're just going to record our chat. Mode. <laughs> okay, I like it. Freestyle mode. Freestyle mode activated. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, well, you can lead if you All want right. to freestyle mode. So, Jess, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> We're both applying essential oils. Yes. Part two of the Your Radiant Life, hosted by Reagan Malice. Okay, this is fun. I'm here with you. Should, you should interview me. I should interview you. Yeah, okay. no one interviews okay. me for my own podcast. Okay. But you have no questions prepared. But well, you can just freestyle, like you said. Let me take a sec. What do you want to talk about? Let me take a second. Oh, I'll, okay, okay. I'll take us some questions. Okay. I'm obsessed with this oil. Yeah. <laughs> I like to put it like right on my nose. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever do that? 
No, but that's a good idea. Because like, this is the strongest place to smell it. Or like right, right here on top of, top of your lip. Oh yeah, that smell. This one's called Goddess. Oh, wow. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. You can use some. You I can smell, smell like this, a goddess. I can smell this all day. Like. <laughs> Essential oils are like crack. This is, this is like, wow, the natural high. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, what are your questions for okay. me? So, I'd like to know a little bit of background on your your journey with mental health. Mm, if okay. that's okay. And more, maybe more about like creating this, these programs and like who, who, like who, who inspired you, you know, what, what methodologies did you learn? Okay, so... Do we start with my mental health journey? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm 28 now, but when I was like in university, I was like really struggling with anxiety, probably a bit of depression too, mm -hmm. and self-harm, and just, I guess, um, what's it called? Suicide ide ideation, mm -hmm. when you just like think those thoughts mm -hmm. kind of thing. Not that I acted on that. Um, yeah, but I was just like really stressed, really hard on myself in school. and. I never actually saw a therapist or went on medication or did anything. I just like started working out a lot and um, I got really into photography at the time. And I was going through like a breakup, so it kind of did not help, kind of exaggerated the mental health struggles I was going with that were probably triggered from university, just being stressed and having like so much on my plate and really trying to keep my grades up, just normal student problems. And yeah, it was, it was like not so good for a while, but it was like, it got a bit better. It got, I don't know how to describe it. Like first and second year were like kind of rough. And then um, it hit like a tipping point when I went to the hospital because I had a really bad panic attack and I thought I had a, a blood clot. That's like, so when you have a panic attack or an anxiety attack, sometimes it feels like you're gonna die. So it feels like either you're having blood clot or heart attack. So for me, it felt like a blood clot. Mm -hmm. And I was like freaking out because I was just like, oh my God, I have a blood clot. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not realizing, oh, I'm having a panic attack, not deadly. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah. So I went to the hospital and then that was just a big wake up call. And I started just, I think that's when I got into juicing. I started again, working out more, eating more plant-based, um, just had it like a more relaxed lifestyle and like chilled out and um, realized what was really important and valuable to me. And I was like, well, my health is definitely valuable. Spending time with my friends and family, travel's important to me. I realized like, that's my goal now in life. I want to travel as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it was still pretty on and off throughout university and it was bad the first, when I was working in a corporate job, like anxiety and stuff, heart palpitations, insomnia, like all these not good symptoms, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's gotten so much better. It's been like five years since I've quit my corporate job. Mm. And yeah, so many things that I've done have like made it better. And I'm like happy that I never had to go down the more like Western medicine route, just cause I've seen like the darker side of where that can go. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it was like all with just healthy lifestyle changes and wow. healing. It's amazing. Yeah. Sounds like you really had to pick yourself up by the bootstraps, you know, like, yeah. not that it was like a one-time thing either, that it's like, it was on and off for like, a while. It's like healing journey. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I don't even like that didn't even really like inspire the program I made now so much, but yeah, it just, it influenced, yeah, like what I eat and how I take care of myself and to like prioritize my health and well-being over any, everything else. Like it's more important to me than work, than other relationships, than, than money, than anything. I'm like, nope, if I have to sacrifice my own like mental health or my physical health, it's not worth it to me anymore. Yeah. So I'm glad I learned that lesson when I was younger than awesome. waiting till I'm like 40, 50, right. you know, that's, and it gets really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can relate cause I've been through similar journey. Mm-hmm. Um, as I've spoken to you before, but yeah, we yeah, have like a similar like university experience yeah. in a way. It's interesting how we both have, you know, been through some mental health challenges um, been to the hospital. I actually mm-hmm. felt like I had like a heart attack. You said mm, like blood yeah. clots. Like wow, okay. I, I thought I was having a heart attack when wow. I was like, yeah, That's scary. Right. And you were young. Yeah, I was pretty young. I mean, I was like nineteen or something. Same. Okay. Wow. Am I crazy? Yeah. And then we both went plant based. Yeah. You know, so like what, like yeah. And now we're both thriving. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. Our best, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Big shift though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's cool to just like, I feel like hopefully this is inspiring for anybody out there because, you know, there might be someone listening that's like just went through some shit or whatever. That's you know? true. Yeah. We're, we're living examples that like, it can get better, is, I guess. Yeah. And, get so much better. And to not sacrifice your own health for grades or for, oh, I need to work a part time job or like yeah. I need to have a social life and work out and do all the things. It's like right. just take care of yourself first. Yeah. And if you need to cut something else out, it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess what inspired the program that I created now, you also asked that kind of Yeah, thing. well, I guess or, before you talk about that, I was mm-hmm. just curious, what inspired the plant-based diet? What was like your initial inspiration? I think I just got into a lot of documentaries because this was when I was 20 and I think there was just a lot coming out on Netflix and stuff. Mm-hmm. All these ones about juicing, cowspiracy, about like, you know, yeah. the farming industry how it's not good and how like the meat industry affects the environment Mm. and how much water like it actually takes to make a hamburger like random Mm. things like that and I was like okay so plant-based is good for my body physically saw some documentaries on that it's good for the environment Mm -hmm. and no animals have to get hurt so I was like let's try it out let's do it right yeah and I felt way better when I was doing it like in all ways Yeah. yeah that was my first experiment with it and that's so awesome Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been on and off like plant-based since I was yeah 20 yeah and like I can I know though like the times when I do it I feel way better versus the times that I haven't yeah and I think it's cool too that like you don't necessarily have to like put yourself in a box and be like oh I'm vegan you know mm-hmm. like which is there's nothing wrong with like with being vegan or whatever but I just think like there's no need to put yourself in a box like you're doing mm-hmm. whatever is like best for you if you feel like okay I want to like, I want to be like 100% on plant foods for now, or you know, oh, I feel whatever. Like I need to have a little bit of animal products right now or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you're still. It sounds like you've still been plant based. Like mm-hmm. majority of your diet has shifted to like a plant focused way, and I think that's awesome for so many reasons. Like you just li- listed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely don't like. I feel like I can't do something where it's like. 100% all or nothing it's just like too much stress 
And I feel like that gets into like more like toxic diet culture patterns where people like eliminate like whole food groups or they eliminate like certain foods. They're like, I'll never eat dessert again, you know, yeah. or I'll never drink alcohol, like cut it yeah. out completely. It's like, that is so extreme to me. It just, right. cause as soon as you say you can't have something ever, you may, it kind of makes you want it more in my opinion, mm. or at least that's how I find it. Okay. But if I just say like, I'm plant-based and yeah, I just like eat really healthy, really clean as, yeah. as many alkaline foods, as many like plant foods as possible. But I very, I just like very rarely drink alcohol. I very rarely eat like meat or dairy. Yeah. But if I do, it's like not the end of the world. And I, yeah. I don't have to then like also beat myself up over it. Right. But I also don't really want it because it's not off limits. Like yeah. if I really want something, yeah, okay, I can have it. So it kind of just removes the temptation because there's right. no restriction. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, it's kind of just like taking things lightly, enjoying life and everything. Like for me personally, I don't necessarily like recommend, like like I said, like I don't necessarily like tell people to do what I'm doing because I'm kind extreme. I've, I mean, you can call me extreme in yeah. a good way though. Well, yeah, whatever. Like I'm just I've learned a lot about this, and it's like something that's really interesting to me, like how the body detoxes and all that stuff. And yeah, I'd say I'm very committed to it right now. I don't. I wouldn't say extreme. No, I mean it's okay. <laughs> I'm committed to this, <laughs> this way of life, to detoxing, mm -hmm. and it's more to just see, like, okay, what is possible? Like, mm -hmm. can it, like, let's see what the human body can really do. And I met this woman in Colorado who literally, I told you, I think briefly about this, but she regenerated her whole spine from, like, a serious car injury. She broke her spine in, like, eight to ten places, T told me about, like, leaving her body during the mm -hmm. car accident, right. and, um, yeah, doctors told her, oh, you'll never be able to do, like, I think they said, like, you'll probably never walk again, and, like, all this stuff, and, um, so, yeah, I heard, I just heard, I've seen, I've, I've, know there's, like, these testimonials out there of, like, just amazing things happening from, you know, juicing, and raw foods, and detoxing the body, and everything, and so, I'm, guess I'm on this mission, this journey of like mm -hmm. seeing what's possible with the human body and yes. That's cool though. So test its capabilities. Yeah. To full you know, extent. Yeah. And to really mm -hmm. put these things to practice. Like I've read all about mm -hmm. I've learned I did the training in regenerative detoxification. Like I'm I know a lot of people who are who are doing this thing and Yeah. Um yeah, just seeing what works for myself I guess and Dedicated is a good word to describe it because it seems like you've always been very like dedicated to whatever you go after and I'm like I need a more like chill approach like yeah. yes be like dedicated and like passionate about yeah. something but like I can't go like hardcore I'll burn myself out and hate it and be like I'm never doing this yeah, 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 <laughs> again yeah. yeah so I'm glad your approach works for you yes it's a good balance you know, you're a good role model thank you thank yeah you. sometimes yeah sometimes it gets a bit like tiring though or you know like sometimes I'm just like fuck it like I need to change I need to like not mm -hmm. not that I'm gonna like not that I'm like gonna give up on this or anything but it's just like let me just like ease off a bit here like yeah you know let me let me just like flow with it because I I never want to get to a place where it's like oh my my identity I don't know like so I guess we you you say <laughs> some things about identity that's like oh it's you know good to have this identity we're gonna but, dive into identity on this podcast <laughs> I just don't want to get my identity so wrapped up in like, oh, I'm this guy who is like only eats like, or like is raw foods and 
detoxing and blah blah like I think naturally I will have some sort of an identity or like at least people will view me in that way because that's what I do a lot but I don't want to feel like I'm like trapped in that like oh fuck it's my like my identity is this now so like I can never eat mm-hmm. like a vegan burger or oh yeah because that's not part of because yeah like the what the regenerative detoxification protocol is a lot stricter than just like eating vegan or eating plant-based right there's a lot less things you can pretty much eat on that right there's a lot of things that are vegan and even plant-based and things Mm -hmm. that's like and no like you couldn't enjoy like a vegan donut that would be like no no no, 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 no. get that crap out of here (laughs) the thing is even before i went vegan i wasn't even eating that stuff so that's kind Mm -hmm. of easy but Mm -hmm. um people think going vegan is hard Doing right. your level is yeah. a, like a whole other thing. I would say the optimal level would be alkaline vegan. I feel like yeah. alkaline vegan is it's high. Raw, raw alkaline vegan. Raw would be like I mean raw is that's a challenge. That's a big that's a big challenge. Raw alkaline yeah, vegan. Yeah, to be like a raw, pretty much you just eat fruits and veggies. I mean I think <laughs> the thing is I don't know how many people are actually like raw. You know like there's like I'm saying a hundred percent like they simply don't eat anything that's been cooked at all. Mm. Like There's probably some. There's I'm sure there's mm-hmm. some, but I just think that like Instagram it's easy to to create a image that might not be You said this before you I feel like you think people create like false images on Instagram. I guess people do that, but like do you think a lot of people do that? Um It's like you think everyone does that. No, I never <laughs> I don't think everyone does that. I never said that. Okay, not everyone. I just know I just, just one person Instagram, in particular. Just one person in particular. I don't want to say their name. Oh, no, I don't think think that either, but whatever. Um, Yeah, I think Instagram, it's easy for for it to create like a, create like a, an image of whatever you want. So like, Mm. I don't know if if someone, I just think it's easy for people to get like, yeah, that's true. Wrapped up in. It's true. Actually, what am I saying? I totally do that myself. So. I'll post like, oh, I made a smoothie, I made a green juice, I got vegan food, and then I'll be like, I got french fries, and I ate them in bed the other day, I didn't Instagram that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, maybe, maybe there's a, I think, so I'll say this, I think it's good to, I definitely see a lot of value in like, promoting what is, and focusing on that, because I think it, I think it can be very like, good for people to like see okay you know all these good things mm-hmm. but then i think it's also i think it would be good too to you know show that show that and That's be like true. fuck it like oh you know sometimes i do this not a green use today <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah just to just to be like you know to be relatable and mm-hmm. we're all human you know mm-hmm. and i think it's just like even before instagram like there were you know advertising and like I guess with women, like, all the, the models that are, like, so skinny and whatever, and then mm-hmm. for guys, it's, like, all the athletes and people that are bodybuilders that are all big and strong, whatever, like, we've, there's always images, like, idealistic images presented to us, and then, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, we're getting, like, so many topics, right, bouncing around, ask bouncing. me another question, okay, <laughs> another question, your turn is interviewer, right, right, what does the audience want to hear? I wish I could just like, I wish I could be like, yo, audience, what do you guys want to hear about? But can't really do that right now. Um, Ask get... some like personal stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Personal stuff? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Into um, like the nosy questions. Okay. I'm just kidding. Well. 
What was your favorite thing to do as a child? Hmm. Um, so me, my sister, and like my family friends, it was like a brother-sister would come over and we would like blast like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and like mm -hmm. dance around on the furniture for like four hours. Wow. Like at a time. <laughs> Dang, that sounds fun. It actually was so much fun. Wow. And I feel like nothing much has changed. <laughs> I feel like I still do something similar yeah. on my own. Yeah. Just blast music and dance around. That's... Just not on the furniture. Yeah. But. <laughs> right, right. Like, too good for that now. Yeah. Well, you, you never know. You can but... do it on a bed. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't know. That was just, like, really fun. Um, or bouncing on a trampoline. I love how you said a trampoline. I love that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. Or like... Classic. Yeah. I don't know. I liked being outside a lot. Okay. I liked... I liked uh, just... I don't know. Games outside. Which is so vague. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. You know when you just like... Ch just like chase each other. Or like play yeah. hide and seek. But like intense adult kid version. Yeah. When you're just like... Let's make it at night. And like you have yeah. to run and touch the person. And like yeah. you hide and not just in your house. But... I don't know. Just like... Or in a forest, or I don't know, just... That's a very weird answer, but... No, yeah. that's, that sounds mm -hmm. fun. I can definitely mm -hmm. relate liking to be outside when mm -hmm. I was a kid. I loved being outside. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, mm -hmm. I guess... I just wanted, I wanted to say one thing. This, is, this okay. came to me. I wanted to just give you a compliment. Oh, okay. Um, since, this is nice. Yeah. I don't even know what it is yet. Well, <laughs> I hope it comes off well. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I just want to, basically I just want to say that it's been really nice to live with you and to see um, your more sensitive side. Oh, that's nice. So you, I feel like you don't even really see it though. I do, but I think you just don't know that I'm seeing it. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like I can just tell sometimes that like, oh wow, she's like very, you know, she has this very soft, sen sensitive. Huh. I definitely side. didn't know that you noticed yeah. that. And I think, like, maybe on Instagram, like, you know, you, you're you always, like, even though it's, like, more feminine stuff, it's, like, just the mm -hmm. act of, like, always putting out stuff and making contact and stuff, maybe that's, like, a bit more of your masculine side, so. Yeah. I just you think so? Yeah, I think a little bit. Really? I think being, like, so, like. I feel like driven, my content's so, like, just, like, flowy and feminine and, like, happy and lighthearted. Yeah, I know, Doesn't but there's. not seem masculine at all to me. Well, no, it's not, it's not, like, you're getting on there, but I just think the act of, like. Being oh, True. I just notice like there's a different. I just see a different side of you than like. Mhm. Mm just the side where I'm always working and like doing yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. What 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 are the moments then where you see the sensitive side? Because now I'm like, <laughs> what are these? What are these things that I'm doing that I don't realize? Because because um, every time I cry, I do it privately. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what side you're seeing. You do a good job of that because I am not. I'm so secretive. Heard a whisper of cry. <laughs> anywhere you, so. I'm good at that. I just openly admit that I cry often. I yeah. probably cry like at least three or four times. It's been like a week and a half. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Some yeah. healing work right there. Well, probably more than three or four times. Dang. I don't know. It's often. Dang. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> well, I'm like, starting wow. to question myself as a roommate. I'm like, oh shit. Like, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe it's good though, you know? I think it's mm -hmm. good when we cry. I also just do when you're not here sometimes or when you're like doing something else. Okay. It's not like I'm like, That's I'm going to do it openly in front of you when you're like yeah. in the kitchen. <laughs> Let's maybe not do that. Yeah. It's not usually my go-to right. thing to 
Yes, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell um, me the moments when you see the soft sensitive okay. side, because now I'm curious. Okay, I feel like it's just randomly when you're just like doing something like that's just kind of like. Okay, so when I'm randomly. Okay, so yeah, I guess just when you're randomly doing something. Like um, what? Like washing dishes? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe washing dishes. Um, I don't know, it's just like going. Maybe like, oh, you're going out to grab some food or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just random things. But like, how do I come across? Like, what do you, how do you, how can you tell? Like I how, tell. how? Men have a sixth sense to woman. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. No. Yeah. I feel like that's a big lie. <laughs> I do, I have a sixth sense. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I feel like men are not intuitive to women's energy at all. <laughs> Well, that's just Women can be so pissed off and they'd be like, huh? I didn't know something was wrong. <laughs> or I cry like five times in a week and you're like, what? I didn't okay, notice well, it all. I'm like, I know. You said you do it when I'm not here. <laughs> I also did it on the balcony and you've been in this kitchen. While you're crying? Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, we also are focused on our own things. I've I'm been... just teasing. It's okay. I'm not, it's okay that you don't notice. I also don't want you to notice, but yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, you're good at hiding. You don't have a sixth sense about women, though, I don't think. I think I do. Really? I think I have a, I, I think I do. But, yeah, it's okay. I, just, I disagree, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> That's okay, we can disagree. Um, maybe, Yeah, uh, I feel like podcast people who are listening, I feel like they should know I'm sensitive. I feel like this is not news to them, though. I, I feel like it's obvious. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But... I guess people get different impressions. I'll just say that I'm seeing, living with you, I've seen a bit, I feel like I've seen a bit more of you now. Hmm. Then. What about when we were in the house with everyone in Costa Rica? Um. So there's like more of us there, but. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I feel like you were very, I just, working. I wasn't around you as much and you were working so much and then like That's doing true. your workouts and like. That's true. Yeah, so. <laughs> I felt, yeah, I, I saw you very focused and driven. That's true, I was very yeah. focused and driven that yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. Which is <laughs> awesome. I mean, it's like, to, have, to be able to have both is very good. Mm-hmm. I'm balanced. <laughs> I've worked on balancing my masculine and feminine energies. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think it's a good time to wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Since I'm kind of like the podcast guy now. <laughs> Thank you, Jess, for uh, joining. I love that you asked me, like, what, two questions? <laughs> well, they, tell they, me your mental health journey, and then tell me oh, what I like to do as a kid. Oh, yeah. And then you gave me a compliment. <laughs> hey, that we, we did some good work, okay? This is a great episode. We might have gone a bit off trail talking about <laughs> some random stuff, but... This is just pure randomness. Pure randomness. I'll see what I do, I'll do with this. I'm not sure yet. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it at the ending of this. Okay, thanks guys for listening. And thanks, Reagan, for being a guest, guest podcast host and guest on the podcast. Yes. My pleasure. Thank you.